Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Hello and welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Xavier Dassault, CEO of Adagio. Last year, Adagio celebrated 15 years and has properties in 14 countries, It's just opened its eighth property in the UK and the second one in Scotland with the Glasgow Central. And it's also announced a rebrand. Welcome, Xavier. Thanks, Felicity, and thanks for having me on the show. So, yes, we indeed um, uh, rebranded this uh, Adagio brand. It's been in existence for 15 years. It's fair to say that the, uh, the crisis of COVID has deeply transformed uh, our business and this transformation is irreversible in some in many ways so we felt it was a good timing to um, um, have a, another view another stance on our um, on our business and on our brand starting from the fact that uh, covid um, has um, had a personal toll on our consumers and since we are in the heart of the big cities in Europe, mm-hmm. Life in cities uh, is sometimes described as aggressive, complex, cold, and impersonal. And we wanted to uh, have a, a view, a stance uh, that is completely the opposite and uh, bring forward a positive vision uh, of Adagio that uh, cities can be uh, warm, friendly, and comforting. And this is why we uh, went through this process of a rebrand to have a new visual identity, which is more joyful, where cities uh, can bring uh, a very comforting uh, um, uh, atmosphere. And it's been inspired by the works of Matisse, uh, David Hockney, or the Memphis design movements, hence this new territory. Uh, yeah, excellent. I think I think the arty, the arty side of that really comes alive with, with the city properties, doesn't it? I mean, it fits with people looking for culture and community and sharing knowledge. So um, so that's obviously really worked well. And and you offer like three different types of stay with with Adagio. You have the mid range, you have the access, you have premium apart hotels. And last year, you also introduced the co living option in Paris. How is that co living concept working out? And will it be rolled out elsewhere? So correct, Adagio apart hotel is organized in three different segments, three different labels. We have uh, the core is Adagio, which we rebranded original. Uh, it started from there. Then we have uh, Adagio Access, the mm-hmm. eco, uh, uh, proposition we have, and Adagio Premium, uh, which is more on the five-star segment. And then we ventured into uh, the co-living um, in Bercy, in our flagship uh, Bercy uh, location in Paris uh, Central, which um, I must say is having a, a very good uh, uh, start. Um, but it's, uh, I, I think it's important to define what Adagio means by living. It's not mm-hmm. a dorm. It's not no. a dorm. It is four studios designed around a common space and shared amenities. Okay. Um, we have a shared kitchen, a common living room, and everyone gets his own bathroom. It's, everyone gets his own independence. Because we, um, we analyze the fact that a group of travelers, they want to have the benefits of staying together but not the inconveniences and have their own intimacy. So um, it fits very well uh, for a group of friends uh, wants to uh, 
uh, attend the show. We have the Accor Arena very close to our site. Um, it fits very well to extended families, the 3G families, grandparents, parents, and uh, teenagers with kids. Yeah. So um, it's, it has a, a various, uh, um, uh, I would say, audiences. And now we are committed to extend this concept to our new openings in uh, London, would be next. Italy It's another uh, a project we're working on, and Switzerland as well. Wow. So we want to scale the concept. And where in London are you looking at? Um, we are looking at uh, partnering uh, with uh, in Shoreditch uh, uh, area on a site called White Chapel, yeah. uh, which will be our next opening at the end of the year. Um, so that's going to be our next uh, um, uh, venture. That will be that will be a really fun place, and actually goes really well with the arty kind of rebrand as well, being over in Shoreditch. Um, Last year, it was said that Adagio would be expanding outside Europe and double its portfolio by 2025. Are you on track to do this and how's it going? Correct. We want to expand. We have interest from clients and investors alike. And just reminding you that uh, we've opened six um, sites last year in 22, despite the uh, uh, the difficulties we've we've had, and it's fair to say that COVID has taken a toll on our development pace. But now we're back on track with a uh, a rhythm, I would say, around, around ten to fifteen opening a year for the next uh, five years. And um, again, we're seeing a lot of interest from partners, uh, investors, and um, that are seeing Apart Hotel as a very smart choice. And we have a pipeline quite full. So. Uh, mm. I would say confirm we're on track. Excellent, thank you. And and I guess that leads me into my my question about your expansion strategy for the next five years and which markets you'll be focusing on. I mean, you've already mentioned um, London for the co-living concept and Italy. Um, could you tell me a little bit about which other markets you'll be looking at? Sure, it's a two-pronged approach, I would say. First, we need to consolidate our three uh, clusters. So first of all, France, where we have a very uh, large network of, uh, of sites, about 80, um, including a strong um, uh, a will to develop in the French regions in Paris, in Lyon, Montpellier, Toulouse, Boulogne, that's on the map. Second cluster we want to consolidate is the UK. I mentioned that in London, but we also have looking are looking for other um, uh, sites in London, but also uh, um, in the uh, in, in the country, and Northern Europe, obviously, where uh, we have a strong presence in Germany. Um, we're opening, for instance, in Heidelberg um, next uh, this year. We're looking at um, expanding also in the Bene uh, Benelux, Ghent, mm -hmm. and uh, Anvers. So these are the um, um, I would say the legacy markets where we want to consolidate our, our presence, and then on open new frontier markets with the um, supported by our shareholder Accor wherein we uh, want to go to more uh, far away destination and we have um, plans to expand in Asia uh, starting from China wow uh, okay yeah. we expand in uh, southern Europe where uh, the presence of the brand I would say is uh, is still to be uh, uh, developed and, and strengthened well wow, that's a really really fascinating because I was just about to say what how much of your business comes from Accor loyalty scheme members as well um, with that in mind so uh, Accor is, um, as you know, a shareholder of Adagio together with Pierre Vacances, and we are um, relying um, 
increasingly on the uh, loyalty program of Accor. Uh, it represents about um, 100,000 uh, clients of ours uh, last year, about 20% of our clients' base and a, a fair share of our revenue. Um, we believe we can do more. We believe we can be uh, a much more, um, I would say, uh, clear about the benefits that Accor uh, loyal uh, clients can enjoy, staying at Adagio, the soft benefits from uh, uh, the preferred check-in and check-outs, the uh, all of the little uh, signs of attention and consideration that um, they, sh they deserve. So we uh, we will, uh, moving forward, uh, develop this um, this angle of, uh, of of all Accor program. And is that mainly business kind of travelers that, that would be part of that? It is, but not only. We are seeing, uh, um, I would say, business travelers, but enjoying um, their benefits in a leisure uh, type uh, motives of destination. Uh, yes. For instance, uh, you know, enjoying the uh, the weekends and the, the the city getaways. So they are, it's more like earn and burn type of uh, uh, of approach. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's combination of both. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was quite interested um, with your partnering up with London Stadium last year, um, the flagship property um, for London Stadium. And I wondered if Adagio is going to partner up with other European venues um, like this. The um, the London Stadium was a was a first. It was a natural partnership since we uh, were uh, sitting walking distance from uh, the the uh, the stadium. So we've uh, welcomed a number of guests attending the. Uh, uh, the events at the stadiums uh, over the, the course of the year, uh, and vice versa. We welcome some uh, uh, of the um, performers uh, mm -hmm. who uh, uh, went to play the the, uh, the arena to uh, in our facility. Uh, some of the famous bands, but I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mention it by uh, confidentiality. But it was quite enjoying uh, enjoyable to see these uh, performances thing at our sites. So yeah. it was a first, as I said. Um, it would be opportunistic. We don't have a strategy necessarily to roll out um, the um, partnership as such uh, throughout Europe. But, you know, Bercy is uh, sitting next to the Accor Arena, who's also um, very much uh, in sync with um, the business we're doing at uh, Paris-Bercy. So uh, it would be more opportunistic, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. The locations obviously really help, don't they? Um, what would you say keeps you on your toes in this extended stay sector? We um, are the leader in uh, the uh, extended stay segment, as you mentioned, in Europe. So as such, um, we've been copied. As such, there are uh, new uh, entrants into this uh, segment for two reasons. One is because this uh, apart hotel segment is uh, seen as a very good uh, uh, business to be in in terms of uh, profitability. We have a lean uh, business model, profitable. Um, we have an effective use of um, of um, of uh, square meters. So it is seen as a good value prop for the investors. So hence, a number of uh, new entrants getting into the uh, the field of apart hotel. So we need to uh, uh, keep our turf and be always. Uh, forward-looking with our investors to get the best deal. So I would say this is one thing. The uh, the segment is being increasingly competitive on the mm -hmm. investor on the investor level. And number two, I would say we need to adjust to the uh, uh, fast-evolving consumer trends. Um, 
It's fair to say that uh, the leisure, the commuters, all of these new trends that we're seeing emerging have should have an impact on the way we organize our products, simply said. Mm. The layout and what the, the products are, um, the designs of our apartments should be, uh, uh, should be uh, adjusted. The common areas of our uh, apartheid should be adjusted um, as, a, as a result as well. So um, we need to be always uh, keeping this uh, innovator mindset and again, um, protect our turf and protect our leadership in, in Europe, I would say. Mm. And I guess with the rebrand, that that came at a, at a good time um, with all this competitiveness. Clearly, it's a uh, we're communicating that we want to be uh, positive, responsible um, and inclusive. And I think that's one of the things that should uh, one of the key message I always uh, keep on saying, we're not in the transactional hospitality, that is to say, people staying one or two nights, people at uh, clients at, at the Jew, they're staying four nights and more. So we are much more into the relational hospitality. Mm -hmm. And we want to um, uh, to create this special relationship between our staff and the clients. And this, I think this little uh, um, touch that makes Adagio special uh, within the hospitality space, this uh, consideration that the staff gives, the little uh, advice on where to uh, where to eat, where to uh, go and see a concert, mm -hmm. uh, family and uh, workers will enjoy staying at our place. And that makes us uh, uh, different from uh, either the other um, uh, eco and mid-scale hotels or uh, a very... Um, a, a, a very uh, challenging competitor, which is Airbnb, which uh, sure, you know, yeah. um, developed the peer-to-peer -peer platform, which uh, made the apart hotellerie uh, much more popular. But we bring absolutely. yeah, absolutely. No, I, I can understand how that all, all all fits together. And and with that in mind, um, obviously you have the human touch. But I just wondered if there's any kind of new technology um, that you could talk about, which which might be kind of influencing Adagio um, and what it offers and what it can offer guests or how it can make their life easier. Um, just anything to do with technology you could talk about. Sure, technology is already uh, here at uh, Adagio during the, uh, prior to the stay, during the stay and after the stay. But we're not a full digital platform company. Uh, we we want to make sure that uh, digital weddings being uh, use and where we invest into our digital tools, it is made useful and sustainable. Uh, and it really brings uh, a benefit to the to the guest experience. I'm going to take an example, which is uh, we replaced our paper city guides uh, that are uh, available in our various sites by digital editions. Mm -hmm. We are um, using QR codes for, uh, you know, check-ins. We are doing these things, but on a selective ma manner. Um, we don't want to... Uh, again, um, replace uh, um, the human touch with something which is completely impersonal. That's not us. That's not yeah. Adagio. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so we, we, we just want to make sure the digital uh, is part of the, the journey, but not uh, a completely full digital experience. Excellent. That sounds, it does sound all very human touch. And and I really appreciate you actually chatting to me face to face. And it's been a really nice, really nice talk. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I'm uh, just excited about the future of Adagio. And thank you again for having us on the show. Uh, Felicity. And you too. Thank you very much.
Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.